You remember what we're saying? What you're saying? Uh, welcome. Uh, no, uh, this is Alphabetical. America's first. Yeah. America's first podcast. America's first Alphabetical. Podcast. Welcome Wait, to Alphabetical. Podcast. The America first podcast. <laughs> the America first podcast. I can do that. Today on Alphabetical, fixing a hole. Hey, welcome to Alphabetical, America's first podcast, where we examine all the Beatles songs from 12 to Y. My name is John. I'm Al Adam. My name is Alex Robinson. And I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John again, and today we're going to be fixing a hole yes. from 1967, the good old days when the holes were, you know, analog, vinyl, right? the real deal, you know? You also, go to the general, general store and get a hole. Not these digital holes that they have today. The kids, the millennials, they don't know what the hole is. You don't even own the hole. You're just streaming it. You know, they could... Yeah. They it's could just, just a, And you get bored of it, and you go yeah. to another hole. <laughs> All right, I, let's uh, move on. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Tomorrow. Sometimes <laughs> I will read this title as Fixing a Hole. Yeah, I think that's what, like, their nickname, his nickname for Lennon was maybe. Right. Like McCartney. Like, Fixing a Hole. <laughs> that's fixing you. Fixing a Hole. Fixing a Hole. <laughs> Come here. Anyway, it's a song written by the Beatles from Sgt. Pepper. Yes. Lonely Hearts Club Band. This is a... Uh, Macca. Yeah. But it's a, is it credited Lennon McCartney and it's really just Paul or is it just Lennon credited? McCartney. Yeah. I think all those, all those are... Uh, some McCartney. are just very individual, right? I don't think no? so. No? I think okay. all their... Uh, all right. Yeah. Yes, Paul Look wrote it. phone bills. Right. Paul wrote it and uh, a lot of controversy about what it's about. Controversy. Controversy. Yes. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't aware of this until I did a little bit of digging. So uh, some people say the fixing refers to being doing heroin, taking heroin. A lot of, a lot of heroin references in the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, like monkeys and fixing and and some people take it literally that he uh, <laughs> that he uh, was fixing the hole in the roof of his house. Right. That that I would. That's where I would go because you know it's McCartney. Well, the right. interpretation I heard was that it was. Another one of Paul McCartney's songs about the pleasures of weed. Huh. Okay. And we all know McCartney, famous stoner. I believe that. I've never heard of Paul McCartney being a big heroin guy. Unlike John no. Lennon, who was you know on the record as being a heroin guy. Right. Doesn't seem like a Paul thing. No. He probably, yeah. he probably tried it once and like because right. of his willpower, it's yeah. like he didn't work for him. <laughs> Not for me. He's like, I'm pretty high right now, but I don't think I'd do it again. <laughs> you know, like, just give me a little bit of a, a bulb of weed. I don't even know what a bulb a of bob. weed is. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's metric. Bob it's weed. A bulb of weed. It's metric. <laughs> but, so he, uh, I think he it, also, just, it wouldn't work. It would fail. Yeah. Heroin right. would fail. <laughs> McCartney. He's too light for <laughs> he heroin. He would defeat heroin. Yeah. He would, yeah. Just, he would beat it like the first try. It's interesting to imagine, like, if he really did become, like, a heroin guy and was doing, like, Velvet Underground-type songs about, you know, heroin. <laughs> yeah. But they'd be all kidding. Well, insanely catchy, though. There's still time. Maybe doing the wings. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. You think you should be, like, Alan Arkin in that movie and just be like, all right, I'm old enough now where yeah. I should just do heroin. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. It's a choice. But I guess also Paul McCartney said it was also a metaphor for him. It was, I guess, the first time he really lived on his own as an adult, like had his own house and could paint right. it however he wanted and was kind of like enjoying that freedom of being a yeah, most no. eligible bachelor on the planet. I like that uh, I like that it's open for interpretation. I like abstract Paul where it's, you know, it is 
somewhat street you know he's not saying kind of you know super weird things but he's saying you know relatively normal things like paul does but he's kind of uh you know juxtaposing them in a way that makes it like hmm, what is he talking about it seems like it could be actually about something as opposed right. to like hello goodbye which is clearly just right. about aloha it's a about catchy yeah. a catchy and departures uh, yes. <laughs> it's just a catchy hook with you know right basically no lyrics or you know candy lyrics <laughs> i know everyone's everyone's complaining that we badmouth paul all the time but here we are we like this song yeah, we're yeah, saying we this yeah. is a good this is uh, a good you know good job paul good balance of uh, um mm. did you also hear this story about the uh jesus coming yeah, to his house that cracked me up yeah, yeah. do you want to tell uh, it for the apparently people? when he was when they he was about to leave to record this song or the day that they were going to record this song Somebody rang his his doorbell and uh, or his the gate bell or whatever his gate bell <laughs> his gate bell. Someone and at the, the gate bell for you, sir. Somebody's knocking. <laughs> Open the door, let him in. Uh, and uh, you know, normally he would just answer back and just be like, "Hey, who is it?" And they'd be like, "Oh, Paul McCartney, I love you." And he'd be like, Fuck. "You think he did that for everybody? Like hundreds of people a day? Like ding yeah. dong?" And then you hear like an distant. <laughs> oh my god it's Paul McCartney or do they fall for it every time right. every time he just bloody hell up. stop ringing me bell <laughs> gotta put the bell on the inside of me gate <laughs> and then he wrote a song like that yeah so Jesus bloody hell stop ringing my bell at the gate don't have uh, time yeah to so the guy one. you know buzzes the bell and he's like hey who is it and he's like oh it's Jesus Christ and Paul was apparently just like well, if it really was, so I'd feel stupid for not letting him in <laughs> so he let him in came inside had tea with him and then uh yeah, he was just kind of sticking around. So he was like, "All right, well, I got to go record. Uh, you can stick around and be very, very quiet. You can come with us." And he was like, "Okay," and just like went to the studio with them and sat in the studio while they were recording, fixing a hole. And everybody, you know, like George and John, were just like, "Hey, Paul, who's that?" And he's like, "Oh, it's Jesus Christ." <laughs> John's like, "I'm Jesus," and they they had a fight over. We're it. bigger than you, <laughs> you <laughs> bastard. He pushed him over. <laughs> Wow. Ringo, Ringo kneeled down behind him and then pushed, uh, <laughs> pushed Jesus back onto his head. I feel like I'm, I'm imagining that in like a yellow submarine style animation. <laughs> right. Beatles playing jokes on like Jesus and God. And, like, you guys are going to get me shot. Yeah. Sorry. People are going to burn all their iPods. Well, maybe, <laughs> Lennon's probably giving like God a hot foot right now in heaven. Oh, so, heaven. Heaven. <laughs> uh, John Lennon did like this song. Did not that or did? Did. Yeah. That's Paul again, writing a good lyric. And Paul also liked it. So huh. rare universal raves from the two titular yeah, songwriters. It's a very good song. Yeah, yeah. I've always enjoyed this song. Yeah. I, I got to say, though, uh, I'm not generally a big... The 60s British people love putting harpsichords in all their pop songs. And mm. I'm not a big fan of the harpsichord, uh, frankly. Mm. You guys have any opinion? It's a little too precious for me. Uh, it can go that way. I think it, it can be used right. You know, it's not... Uh, what are your top three harpsichord-themed songs? The Kinks used harpsichords uh, a lot. What's that song that goes, For Your Love? Isn't yeah, there a harpsichord the in there? That's the Kinks, right? That's uh, No, it's not the Kinks. It's the Yardbirds. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah it's the Yardbirds. Oh. Um, I think Fixing the Hole is another one. <laughs> That's the Kinks, right? Right. Uh, and then, like, the background music to every British uh, spy show in the 60s. Right. Yeah. right. It seems very 60s Something to me. bad was about to happen or, yeah. you know. Mm. Oh, I guess the Adams Family. That's that's the best. That's the harpsichord. Yeah, that that probably gave the harpsichord a, a raw deal. Cause, <laughs> you think so? Yeah. That's, Who, was that the Kinks? Yeah. 
<laughs> Although I do like it more imagining Lurch being the guest uh, musician on this. Uh, yeah, on like this he rang cut. his gate bell and he's like, yeah. oh, I'm outside. And he's like, this is Lurch. He's going to sit down and play the harpsichord. <laughs> doot, 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 doot. That's my harpsichord. It's <laughs> a good harpsichord. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but I do really love the bass on this one. Mm-hmm. I think the mid '60s, like that's when Paul's bass really—it's when they figured out that whole oh, we should really put the bass higher in the mix, and mm-hmm. it, it adds a real uh, right well, melodic like a, element, a technical to it. thing, right? He was working with them to kind of yeah, they were saying like you can't <laughs> put the bass really more, so yeah. they, they created new recording technology so Paul could hear himself. Yeah, because yeah. they were saying that like we can't do it; the the, the, the groove would be too deep, right? And then. Paul That's was the like, great thing about it. I mean, especially Sgt. Pepper, the bass is up there on, yeah. the, on all the songs. Yeah. yeah. Just, you hear how amazing he is. Right. Like, anyone who wants to learn how to play the bass, just listen to the Beatles in that era. You know, or any era. <laughs> just be like, like Paul McCartney. That's all Paul, there is right. to be it. Be like Paul McCartney. <laughs> exactly you know? like Paul McCartney. <laughs> right. He makes it seem so effortless. It's crazy. If you want to learn how to play the bass, also then just go and play everybody else's instruments <laughs> right. when they're not looking. Yes. And then you'll be good at the base. Do a lot of heroin and hang out with Jesus. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. You got to go for the top. That's why, yeah, when I was, uh, I went to film school because I wanted to be Stanley Kubrick and I wasn't. So. You weren't? No. Oh. You tried just legally changing your name? Exactly. And it oh. didn't work. I mm. couldn't grow, I couldn't grow the beard in time for the paperwork to come through. <laughs> uh, there's a line in here that I like a lot. Uh, taking the time for a number of things that weren't important yesterday. And then... You know, that's about kind of you know getting older or just you know kind of changing priorities and then you compare and contrast that with yesterday when all of his troubles seem so far away. Now he's got troubles, but he's just taking the time to do things. It's interesting. Yep, it's a good uh, you know progression. Well, now that he's now that he's single and the girl right. broke up with him, now he has time to paint right. and to fix paint the roof and, and do all that stuff that he was putting stuff. off. Like you know. right. Well, and I think also there's. Possibly, he alludes to people outside his door, like the fans hanging out. Oh yeah, and Jesus right. and all the that, other deities yeah. at the gate. The, the at gate. the gate. Yeah, and you see the people standing there who disagree, never win, and wonder that why they don't get in my door. That's why, because they weren't Jesus. They weren't Jesus. Right. <laughs> only the exclusive, right. only the most powerful right. deities get to come. Are to you on the list? I don't see you on the list, <laughs> Vishnu. <laughs> Uh, this is a, when I was preparing for this. I really listened to the harmonies, and uh, I like the harmonies on it. Although they're a little Beach Boysy for me, uh, Beach Boysy Idaho. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's not uh, a bad thing. Though. Uh, well, no. In this case, they're very. Uh, I Do you think is Pet Sounds too beachy Beach Boyish for you? <laughs> no, Pet Sounds is probably like the, a good balance of harmonies. It's when they do that whole like like Surfer Girl, that kind of like yeah. Really heavy harmonies. Mm. I, it sounds a little barbershop quartetty to me. I know I'm pointing out stuff I don't like, like the harpsichord and all that. But generally, I do like this song. Right. So, uh, but uh, but you're a fan of novelty songs, but you don't like harpsichords and barbershop quartets. Interesting. No, no. I li- don't get me wrong. I like barbershop quartets, just not the way the Beach Boys arrange it. Give me, oh, okay. the, give me the B sharps any day. But, uh, <laughs> but the the that kind of like, uh, you yeah. know, I can't sing, so I can't imitate it. But it's a little syrupy. The Beach Boys sometimes a little almost too smooth. I like the the Beatles harmonies have usually have a bit of roughness to them. Like right. John's voice is very kind of reedy, and Paul's voice is very like sweet, so they go well together. So mm, well put. Right. Am I lecturing too long about the Beach Boys no, harmony? No. So. Perfect. I was going to say, I, I read that uh, it's the first uh, time they used a British studio besides Abbey Road. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, the Regent Sound Studio? Yeah. Do you know why they left Abbey Road? 
Uh, they couldn't get a whole, get in there that night. Oh, okay. It they couldn't get Jesus book. to leave. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had the keys for this other studio. He's like, my son, I have something I stole. <laughs> I am the way, the way to the other studio. <laughs> yeah. It's a clever marketing ploy right. by the Regent Studios. <laughs> And Jesus outside with like one of those signs that he was spinning around and <laughs> waving. I thought you meant one of those uh, inflatable guys. Yeah, yeah, and one of those. Yeah, giant signs has a free recording studio. Time <laughs> and it's Jesus. It's quite an image, my friend. <laughs> uh, so I gave this one three holes. Oof, three, three holes. holes. Three holes, huh? It's it's a you know a good yeah. medium. You've made your point with the harpsichords yeah, and, and the, the syrupy song. Yeah, uh, sing song. syrup and harpsichords. Syrup and harpsichords. <laughs> that was originally syrup the name of the album. That's, That's my Sunday morning <laughs> every week. Syrup and harpsichords. Uh, I would syrup. I would go higher. I would go. Higher. How many holes are you going? What kind of fix do we need to give you? To I'd go higher? four holes. Four holes. Mm. I, I I'm not gonna argue. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, uh, all over the place. Anywhere between three and five, I could see giving it. I, I'll I'll average that all out in my head and give it a four. But there are times you go as high as five. Yeah, there are if times the where right I really. Mood. You know what? You know you're what? Painting a room or something, and you're like, well, it's that you know, taking the time for a number of things that weren't important yesterday. Really hit home with that. Hit home with me. Uh, but I, the stereo separation, like, seems gimmicky to me. I know. Yeah. Um, you know, at the time it was just like, ah, stereo, like, listen, stereo separation. But that right now it's just kind of like, okay, just mix it together a little bit. Like I want to, I want to, you know, focus rather than being like, wait, who's over there? Who's over there? Right. Right. Um, is, that, is that something that is different to put like when they remastered them or anything? Did they, did they adjust any of those know. kind of things or do they keep that kind of crazy, I don't think they, crazy I don't know stereo they separation? Stuff, I think they, I mean, they maybe if, have. if I was listening to it, you know, at home on a, on a stereo system, but like, uh, mainly for this, Going back, listening to it this week to do these, I was uh, I was listening to it on headphones, and it's really kind of sharp and drastic, right? On headphones, so that's, that's why it doesn't get a five. <laughs> okay. okay, more on that later. It's it's a five on the right and a three on the left, so it balances <laughs> out to a four. You really like that bass drum track, yeah, but not so much the harpsichord harmonies track. Adam, John, you guys have any opinion on this one? Uh, I'm going with Five Holes. Five Holes. I love this song. You're going Five Holes. I've always loved it. You know, not to mention I love Sgt. Pepper a lot. Is Sgt. Pepper your favorite of the albums? Is I, it too early to reveal our I've favorite said that There's a lot of favorite albums. <laughs> yeah, every week, whatever <laughs> every we're week. listening to, it's John's favorite album. Yeah. Speaking uh, of your favorite album, Adam? <laughs> I also give it a five. Five? Right. Ooh, five. I'm the outlier here. Oh, almost still. No, I guess that Pete was a four, so. Yeah. I was... You're not going to bully me into giving it a five. No, 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 I'm not. Four. Yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I could be convinced a little bit sway of either, either way, but balance it out. I'll go with the average. Covers? Uh, here in the cover corner, uh, the group Big Daddy, who I've mentioned before. They do kind of 50s versions of pop songs, and they do, um, you know that song The Wanderer by Dion and the Belmonts? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sure. They do this song in that style. So uh-huh. if you're curious about that, check it out. And also, um, if you sign up for our Facebook page, in addition to posting all the episodes, we put, we put uh, I've been trying to post links to the covers that we mentioned. So uh that's another excuse to go follow our Facebook page. Absolutely. Everybody Pete, you should. Have a, anyone else have a cover? Pete, you got a cover? Yeah, the uh, I had the, the Easy Star All-Stars. There's the, uh, you know, they did a series of these albums where it's uh, kind of reggae, dub reggae covers of, uh, you know, they did Dub Side of the Moon. They did uh, Sgt. Pepper's, you know, 
dub side band or something like that. I forgot what they called it, but they did. Is that a real group or is that just a group created to make these? Because I've noticed there's a lot of those things like, oh, here's yeah. all country versions by you know right. anonymous studio country guys. I think they're guys from different bands. It's like not like a somewhere between uh, studio musicians and a super group. You know, they're right. just kind of like guys pulled from a di- bunch of different bands that are on the same, I think, label. Okay. Um, but they, uh, yeah, they did all of Sergeant Pepper, and this is uh, is a good, good, check good groove out. to it for fixing a hole. And so it's, it's a, all reggae Sergeant Pepper. Yes, gotcha. Easy Star All Stars with Max Romeo, and I got excited for a second because I thought it was Max Rebo. It is not. <laughs> uh, there's also uh, the Flaming Lips did one on that with a little help from my friend's album. Oh, yeah. really? Kind of weird. Yeah, it was I'm very not a weird. Fan it wasn't, of it. Uh, yeah, and then the Frey did one, but it's like so kind of like spot on that it's. Yeah, I don't. I'm not too familiar with the fray, but I, I think that, I came across that, and it just, like, just sounded like they were trying to mimic. Yeah, the Beatles, pretty much. It's always an interesting line with covers. Like, I generally don't like it when people are faithful because what's the point of yeah, doing? Give it a little bit of your own identity. Yeah, right. Like that time Badfinger covered that song that Paul wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the point? They just did it exactly like he did on the demo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, if that's all we have to say about fixing a hole, uh, everybody, you'll be we'll be racing back here to to <laughs> hang out with you on Wednesday. You might even say we'd be flying, back flying, here to talk to you guys about flying the Beatles song here on fasten your seatbelts, right? Yes, everybody, assume your crash positions and put your oxygen masks on before you give it to the kid next to you. Hi, oh, give it to the kid next to you, <laughs> and whatever else you have to share. Tell you on a plane. Um, But yeah, come back Wednesday for flying here on Alphabetical. Thank you. Good night.